first off, and this is something I actually don't know. I want to know. So what part of Africa are you from? And how did you make it? You know, how did you make it here in America with just a hundred bucks and a bag full of clothes to being successful? Yeah, thank you so much. So I came to America a few years ago. I'm from Nigeria. Okay. Which is Shouts like, out Nigeria. <laughs> yeah, Nigeria, yeah. So amazing, amazing country. So I came to America a few years ago with just a hundred dollars and a suitcase of clothes in search of the American dream. Wow. So you know in Nigeria, the culture is that either you are a doctor, a lawyer, an accountant, or you're a failure. You know, <laughs> <laughs> anything else is not considered successful, you know. So my dream was to be a medical doctor. So I yeah. came here, I wanted to become a gynecologist. So I came to America with just a hundred dollar suitcase of clothes and a heart full of dreams, you know. Then coming here, find America is not kind of how we thought it was back in Africa. Like you just pluck money on the trees, everybody's like Jay-Z <laughs> or Beyonce living in mansions and stuff like that. So yeah, do so they, that was- I guess, do they somewhat talk about America like that? Where yeah, they feel, yeah, because most times they see Hollywood, they see the celebrities, yeah. they see people doing well. So they feel like everybody in America is just so wealthy and just wow. living the great life that, you know, once you come to America, the thinking is that you just become successful automatically. Yeah. Like it's a land of opportunity, which it is, you yeah. know, but you still got, you still got to put in the work and the also, but we didn't know that back home. So many of us just came here in faith and then we came and found the reality that yeah it's a great land but you still gotta put in the work and the hustle yeah. and figure out your way you know so yeah man you've yeah. done you've done that though yeah you've I, done I, that. I, yeah. yeah that's incredible man so so i guess what was that journey so you you came here to america and you realize oh snap okay it's not just money trees it's like so what was some of the work that you did to get started before you launched your business yeah, so when I first came in, so I was living with my dad at the time, you know, and then, you know, we had this big issue with, you know, now wanting to continue with medicine, so that kind of kind of threw me out of the house. Tough. Yeah, because African dad is a pride to have your son be a doctor yes. or an engineer or an accountant or a lawyer, you know. And I was like, I went to just quit medicine and go into business and into entrepreneurship. And this is like over a decade ago, where it's not like big right now, whereby right now you see a lot of people successful online. So back then there was not a lot of black people yeah, doing 10 well years business. ago doing yeah 10, 15 years yeah. ago. So that really scared him. I was like, okay, I can't support your dream. You got to figure it out on your own so like, okay you gotta go at midnight so i was i got kicked out of the house and then started sleeping on a friend's couch and sleeping in a car you know and then i found my first job at the movie theater at lewis theater in houston texas i was working at six dollars fifteen six dollars and fifteen cents an Whoa. hour you know so from there you know i just started doing one job to the other to kind of get me here but even at that time they were making six dollars and fifteen cents an hour i still felt like i was wealthy compared to you know my lifestyle in nigeria because Nigeria, you know, we came from like a kind of lower middle class family and, you know, it was kind of traumatic. You know, I think I grew up with what I call poverty trauma. Poverty yeah, trauma yeah. is that when you experience so much lack and poverty, it just kind of traumatizes you pretty much. It try to do that for the rest of your life, you know. For example, growing up in Nigeria, I don't ever remember eating a full boiled egg except if I was sick. Christmas or Easter or some special Sundays. A full boiled egg? Well, exactly. That was like a special... That was like a, it was like a special wow. delicacy. And part of it was that I was 
growing up with my mom, my grandma, and she had so many kids in the house. So, you know, Sunday, the boy egg, you split into four places. So the part you get is your protein in the food, you know? So you would, get a, you would eat a quarter, you and three others. Exactly. Y'all would split one boiled boy egg, egg. And that's the egg you can get for maybe the next, next one or two weeks. I don't ever remember eating like a full like chicken thigh or chicken leg, except it was Christmas Man. or Easter, you know? And that's why many Africans too, like me, that's when we eat chicken, we eat the bones too, right? Like yeah. sometimes when I first came, I went to KMC, KFC and I see Americans eat chicken, just they put it down. And I'm like, what are you doing? You yeah. know, like back home, we eat the chicken, we have to eat the bones because there's not a lot of chicken portion that is assigned wow. to you. So that was how it was growing up. So many times I had to pretend I was sick to be able to eat a good meal that I wanted. Oh, so they would give you more food. Yeah, because going to the hospital was more expensive. So grandma, then I'll pretend I couldn't eat. So grandma know if you don't eat, you're gonna, if I don't eat, I'm going to die. So I'm like, I can't eat. Uh, you want this? I'm like, no. What do you want? I'm like, I want fried egg, two fried egg <laughs> with, <laughs> with this sliced bread and a cup of tea, you know. I had to like, you know, do those things just to be able to eat egg and bread. Something yeah. as simple as egg and bread. I don't ever recall eating ice cream too. So that was some of the things that I came to America with. And then, you know, thank God I'm, I'm here today. <laughs>